0: Cougar Basketball is back in action. Grabs the rebound and resets in the corner.
1: AB for three. Got
0: it! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved, everywhere. And now, here's your host,
2: Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live, presented as always by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars back at home for another NIT matchup. It's the quarterfinals, and the Washington State Cougars are at the Marriott Center tonight for a little catfight fight. The winner moving on to Madison Square Garden in New York City next Tuesday night. The fact that BYU is getting a home game is big because it took an upset by Washington State to make that happen. Wazoo snapped SMU's 19-game home. Home winning streak this past Sunday to advance to tonight's matchup. The byproduct, BYU getting to host this matchup between the two Cougar teams. The Cougars, in blue, that is, played last Saturday night when they shot Northern Iowa out of the building. 90 to 71 was the final score. BYU's perimeter shooting was on point, nailing 16 threes in that ball game. Gideon George hit five of those three-point shots and route to a career high 27 points. Trevin Nell was feeling it as well, going five for nine from beyond the arc, which was a career high for Trevin in three-point field goals made. And let's also not forget Caleb Lohner, who hit two of his three three three-point shots. It was a great night shooting the basketball from deep, and it sets up a really good matchup between these two Cougar teams. And as I mentioned a moment ago, Washington State advanced to tonight's game by upsetting NIT one-seed SMU in Dallas 75-63. to BYU will not be the first WCC team that the Cougars in Crimson have faced in the NIT. As the four-seed, Wazoo began the NIT by taking down Santa Clara. So, Washington State, one thing that you'll be paying attention to tonight with them, it's their length. Their length and their size will be an issue and a byproduct of that length is is how good they are on the offensive glass They rank 23rd in the nation in that category, and statistically speaking, they don't necessarily have a dominating player, although Michael Flowers, the fifth-year guard, leads Wazoo with 14 points per game, but you have uh, Tyrell Roberts as one of the other Crimson Cougars scoring in double figures. Those are the only two right now scoring uh, double figures in points. They do have a familiar last name to pay attention to tonight, and yes, Dennis Rodman's son, DJ Rodman, comes off the bench for the Cougars, BYU has already faced Scotty Pippen's son, so why not Robinson son as well? We're making it a former Bulls uh, and their children uh, year for BYU basketball. Speaking of BYU basketball, regardless of how this season ends, one thing you cannot argue is that the massive success story for this team has been the play of the freshman Fusine Treori, and this is. A player that coming into this season was going to be looked at for uh, playing time, but certainly not to the level that it turned into due to the injuries to BYU's big men. He has not only played well, but he has excelled and exceeded all expectations for his freshman season. And yesterday, after practice, I had a chance to talk with Big Foose. Here's our conversation. What's the last couple of days been as you guys are preparing for another game in the NIT? How practice has gone? What's the vibe of the team right now?
3: It's just a good vibe. You know, everybody's so excited, especially we have like four, 40 minutes away. To go to New York. Like, beginning, nobody was excited about Now everybody's super excited. I'm very happy. I mean, I'm excited too.
2: Because of what you just said, I, I'm curious. The last really three halves of basketball, minus the very first half of the very first NIT game, you guys have been playing at a different level. How much of that is that the excitement of the moment and the opportunity has kicked in? Besides anything that happens on the court, yeah. how much is that motivation helping with the type of basketball that we've seen over the last three?
3: Mm. I will say like like I told you nobody was excited, but in the first like the first game, the second half coach just say, man, guys, let's just be a little bit excited, you know. And it was a lot of fans just come support us, and we say now we just have to appreciate every single game we play, and we just have to go for it. You get an opportunity.
2: It took an upset for it to happen, but you get another home game, which I know you guys love, and you talk about the fan support. Yeah. Being able to be at home, to have this opportunity to go to New York, yeah. the fact that you get to play it on your home floor, that's got to be fantastic for you guys.
3: Yeah, that's so exciting, especially the fan. Like, man, we have, a, we have a best fan ever, you know. They just always make you excited even when you're not excited. Everybody's just super excited for tomorrow, yeah.
2: So let's go to what's been happening on the floor. We mentioned the last three halves and how well the team has been playing. What is different or maybe what is working over the last game and a half that has put you in this spot? Because you guys are playing at a really high level right now.
3: Yes. I would say like now – Everybody, guys, confident back, you know, all our shooters, nobody's scared to shoot anymore, everybody's shooting, like, it's just been amazing, you know?
2: What does it do for you as a guy down low? We know what was capable of this team in terms of being able to shoot, and I know that it it frustrated guys when some of those shots weren't going down, mm-hmm. but with them falling right now, how does that change things for you down low? Because I've got to imagine it opens things up, because mm-hmm. guys can't pack it down yeah. in the paint, so mm-hmm. what does that do for you when the outside shot is falling?
3: It's, it's just like it's super and it takes you off like a lot of pressure, you know. And you even don't have to worry about go getting any rebound because they're making all their <laughs> shots. It's so fun, you know.
2: What have you been working on in terms of this Washington State team? Because this is a team that is big, yeah. they're long, they're a really good offensive rebounding team. What's been the focus as you take on the Cougars in red?
3: Oh, our number one thing is just hit first, hit second. I mean, like. Because we know they have a lot of big 6'10", 6'9, 6'11. We just have to hit them first, you know. Like Costa it cannot be a, jumping. a jump or we will lose. But we just have to go get them first. Hit first, hit second, go get a rebound. If we focus on that, we will win that game easily, yeah.
2: I know that some people have compared what you'll face against Washington State to what you faced against San Francisco. Yeah. Do you think that's a fair comparison? And, and, and where do you feel they're similar?
3: Yeah, I think so. It's, yeah, because, like, they have... Man, they have how many big? How many six, nine, six, ten? It's same like Francisco, and they super athletes here. Yeah.
2: For you guys, then, what's been your biggest focus in terms of what you guys do? Because I know that even when you're facing a good team, it's still yeah. you guys going out and executing what you want to do. Yeah. What do you guys want to accomplish in this game against Washington State?
3: Like we just, like I told you, our number one focus, we just don't want them to overrib us because that's like the biggest thing. Like, we just want to play our game and, like, execute what Kose said. Like, don't let them just play in a run, go get offensive rebound. Just just do your job. We just try to execute the game.
2: You mentioned the excitement of being one game away from New York City. Have you ever been to New York City? Have you, is, is that something that you've experienced before?
3: Yeah, I've been there my first year with Wasatch Academy. Yeah, we went for the Geigo tournament. Yeah, that was that was fun, yeah.
2: So you know what to expect. That's, why, that's another reason you're probably excited, because you know what type of uh, energy comes from New York City.
3: Yes, I'm so excited, super excited. I can't wait.
2: Well, and obviously, you got to get one more win in order to do that. It's going to be uh, a fun environment for you. Foos, thank you so much for taking a few minutes,
3: and good luck against Washington State. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Fusene Traore, what a
2: uh, what a privilege it has been for BYU fans to be able to watch his freshman season uh, and the way that it is. he has progressed from Game 1 to this point. He has become such a stable uh, part of this team, and you know, he talked a lot about the rebounding tonight. And you know, we talked, we mentioned several times in that interview coming into to this segment, talking about the length of Washington State. And he said that's what they've been harping on all week long. We have got to find a way to keep them off the glass. And when you're dealing with a team that maybe has the height advantage, it really uh, comes down to. Out physicaling them for for the rebound, and I, I think that's what BYU's got to do. They've got to be the aggressor tonight in going for those rebounds, and uh, I'm really excited for this matchup. I think it's going to be a really, really good matchup, and I love the fact that BYU gets an opportunity to play this game at home in front of Cougar fans tonight. All right, coming up next, we will head to the site of the matchup. It is the Marriott Center, and our courtside conversation with Mark Duran is coming up right after this quick break. Cougar Pregame Live returns in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
2: Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It is an NIT matchup between two Cougar teams, BYU hosting Washington State. It's time for our courtside conversation. Joining me from the Marriott Center is the one and only Mark Durant. Good evening, Mark. How are you?
4: Jason Shepherd, my friend, I miss you so much. Where have you been all my life? I'm so happy to talk to you again. It is it is
2: good to be back with you. Obviously, I've missed the last couple with uh, being with BYU baseball, but I I am telling you it is a pleasure to be back with you tonight because that means BYU continues to win and continues to advance, which is obviously the uh, the goal. When you get to the postseason, regardless of what postseason it is, you want to keep winning and have as many opportunities to play basketball. And that's what BYU's done, putting them in this position, which leads me into the last three halves of basketball have been really, really good for BYU. What do you attribute the increased shooting, um, some of the numbers that we've seen, uh, what do you attribute the last three halves of basketball to?
4: Well, it's always uh, better to shoot here at the Marriott Center. I mean, that would that will increase your numbers and you feel comfortable here. And a lot of times what happens uh, in terms of a situation if you're at home, uh, you know, you get better production from your bench player. The bench play has been really, really good. It's actually been guys like Gideon George and yeah. Trevin Nell that have boosted the numbers. Uh, and, you know, Ga- uh, uh, Alex Barcelos struggled a little bit. Tijon from the three-point line struggled a little bit. So you're getting a lot of bench players. That's easier to do at home against kind of the lesser teams. Those guys have really played. The played really well as a team. Uh, A lot of assists. I mean, it's going to be harder to do that the more they go with better teams. Uh, I think Alex will have to kind of step up and take more of the, the burden of scoring on himself. But as far as it's been, You know, BYU's had a size advantage. Uh, The the teams that they've played have not been particularly good at defense. So all those things combined to some really good shooting. That's not to discount the fact that BYU's playing really good basketball and playing good team basketball. All I'm saying is this will be a little bit tougher tonight. Those numbers will come down, uh, and that's what Washington State will do to you but you can still win with lesser numbers. I'm just saying yeah. BYU has, has really shot the heck out of the ball and played well, but it, it's going to be more of a slowdown, grind it out type battle tonight. It's it's not going to be as pretty, but the the W will be would be really pretty at the
2: end. Okay, well, let, let's stay with the shooting then because, it, you know, it was a reminder of, of what this team is capable of in terms of shooting from the perimeter. And we'll certainly get into this a little bit more in terms of the size of Washington State, but even with BYU's lack of size and its perceived deficiencies, it's remarkable what a team can do when the outside shot is falling, and it works into this game perfectly because, you know, if if regardless of Washington State's height, if you can hit your outside shots, it's going to even the playing field.
4: Really, three-point shots are the great equalizer, and it's so critical in college basketball nowadays. I mean, it's hard to be successful at a high level and not be really good three-point shooting team. Even look at Washington State. You know, they're not a great shooting team, but they shoot a lot of threes, make a lot of threes, and you, you just have to be able to knock down the three. If you don't, you become too one-dimensional, uh, and teams can take advantage of you and, and just kind of focus on stopping you in the paint. You you've had some trouble with that this year, but, man, when you're shooting the ball well, it extends the defense. It opens up dribble lanes. It opens up passing lanes. It frees up your big men. It's harder to double on big men. It allows Foose and, and Caleb and, and Tiki to kind of do their thing without having to worry about a double team. I mean, it just opens up everything. And if, if you're not a threat to shoot the three-pointer, uh, three it's a real liability of the team. That's why I think the fact that Caleb is shooting much better Uh, from three point as of late has really helped this team and one of the main reasons why they are playing better is because Caleb is shooting better early in the season people would dare him to shoot and not guard him and help off of him they cannot do that right now and uh, that's made this team a better team
2: my conversation with Foose he mentioned a couple of different times that the focus this week has been not allowing Washington State to beat them with rebounding. And as I mentioned when I began Cougar pregame live, you know, this is a team that is one of the better offensive rebounding teams in the country. So they're giving themselves other chances uh, to score because of their ability to rebound on the offensive end. So, with that in mind and with their size, and they will certainly have that size advantage against BYU, what else stands out to you about this Wazoo team?
4: Uh, uh, Sandy, uh, the the team they remind, a couple teams they remind me of San Diego State in that they've got some real good size. And a lot of the offense for the Aztecs, at least in years past, has been we're just going to go throw up some shots knowing that we're going to get offensive rebounds. So they depend on that. You mentioned that, obviously. This uh, uh, Washington State team will slow it down a little bit, a la St. Mary's. St. Mary's is another comparison team that they just want to, really play good defense, and then slow the game down, fewer possessions. You know, BYU has been super high in their possessions. This is probably going to be around 60, 65 possession game, and, and that's that's what they like to do. They like to block shots. They like to turn you over. That's how they get extra possessions is by turning you over and blocking shots. They're excellent at that. So, I mean, they, they bring a lot of, of trouble your way. But BYU's seen these teams. Like I mentioned, San Diego State. Uh, St. Mary's, San Francisco a little bit, although they, you know, San Francisco plays a little bit faster than, than uh, 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 Washington State. But th- that's the kind of feel I'm talking about. They've got the real good size. They don't shoot a great percentage, but, man, they rebound well. It's all about second-chance points. It's about defense and turning
2: you over. BYU gets the home game, so you know they're feeling comfortable being at home, but you're talking about a Washington State team that's feeling pretty good about themselves Snapping SMU's 19-game home winning streak, so I think both of these teams are coming in feeling confident. In what areas do you think BYU has an advantage tonight?
4: Well, it's interesting looking at these teams and the, and the way they played this season. There's a lot of similarities. I mean, about right about the same time BYU went, you know, two weeks without winning a game, Washington State uh, was 0 for five, and that kind of took them out of what they wanted to do. But then they finish strong. I think their both teams are, what, 9-2 and two in their last 11 or something like that. 7-2, 9-2, can't remember. But the, both teams now are playing with confidence. Uh, and, and I think, you know, BYU's in a good spot. You know, being here at home, they're going to have a big crowd. That will help. But obviously, this is a Washington State team that's not overly concerned about uh, playing on the road. I mean, that SMU win, they had, what, a 19-game winning streak at home. And they were, you know, that's a good team. And Washington State really took them out of the game early. SMU made a little bit of run at them, but they just overwhelmed them with their size and athleticism. That's the danger for BYU here, because offense doesn't travel a lot of times, but defense travels. You you can go into an op- opponent's gym, and if you're a good def- defensive team, you can still cause them trouble. And that, that's the big concern for BYU. Also, BYU has played a couple of games against teams that weren't very good at defense. And so it's a little bit of a shock value, I think, for BYU tonight. Look for some turnovers early. Hopefully BYU will settle in and, and keep the turnovers to a minimum tonight. They, they were excellent the other night. One of their best games of the season, I think, only had six turnovers. They've got to keep that mindset. Don't give Washington State extra possessions. Like you said, rebound. Uh, don't, don't give up the offensive rebounds. Don't turn the ball over. I think if you can kind of do those two things, be, be around the same numbers as Washington State in those categories, you're going to have a lot of a, a great chance on your home floor with the crowd support winning this game.
2: You know, and I ask you this because I've been somewhat removed in terms of the last couple of games, uh, being out on the road with BYU baseball. I've had to watch these games or listen to them. So you can't necessarily get a, a, a real accurate feel. I mean, everything gets loud. What's been the enthusiasm within the arena? And I ask you that because, you know, Foos had mentioned in our pregame interview that, you know, early on in that first half, the guys just weren't necessarily, like, into it. But since then, they've sort of embraced the opportunity, and obviously we've seen that payoff. and they've played really well. It also feels like the fans are really embracing this, being one game away from New York City. What type of atmosphere do you expect tonight in this game? Because it feels like everybody's kind of rallying around this.
4: Uh, it really has been cool to see Jason. Uh, the first game was maybe 5,000 fans, but you got to remember these are fans that went out and uh, took—I uh, you know, took the action of actually buying the tickets and the coming to the game. It wasn't part of their season ticket package. These fans wanted to come see the game. Were very knowledgeable and very supportive. That first half was super ugly against uh, Long Beach. Or, uh, <laughs> who am I thinking in the first game?
2: Oh, against uh, <laughs> Northern <laughs> Iowa.
4: Yeah, no, Long Beach State. You- the, yeah, that first, oh, I was yes, right. The first, first, game, yes. first half, the first half against Long Beach State, BOU's down five. And it was the crowd that got them going. And that 5,000 sounded like 10,000. And it got the guys excited. And they started playing well in the second half. And then the next game, when you had 10,000 fans, that sounded like a full house. I mean, the place was going nuts and and really loud and enjoying the game. And now you probably get about 15,000. It's going to be off the charts loud. And and that's going to be just a huge advantage for BYU in this game. And uh, I credit BYU fans. I mean, as like the players, I'm sure a lot of fans were super disappointed but now that this is the opportunity they see, it's fun basketball. BYU's playing good. They appreciate these guys and how hard they're working and are here to support them, and I love it. I mean, it's just been fantastic environment, and tonight will be uh, the tip of the, just the, the, the top of the cake here, whatever, you, whatever the term is.
2: But it's going to be really nice. Well, and I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Pete Thamel put out uh, probably two, three hours ago, That This may be the last time that the Final Four of the NIT is at Madison Square Garden, at least for the next two seasons after this. uh, They're going to open it up to a bid so some of the other maybe smaller, more historical venues can get an opportunity to host. I I mean, I don't know how – well, I do know how I feel about that. I think going to New York and being able to play at Madison Square Garden, I think that's what – Sort of enhances the NIT because that prize is at the end of the tournament. Uh, that that is a big motivating factor. The opportunity to be able to play. If you win tonight, you're going to New York City. That's a big deal.
4: Yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, you know, it's been almost a hundred years there, and it's just kind of what you associate the NIT yes. with. And uh, it's super super great uh, opportunity for the kids. So if they do that, well, it looks like they will. I mean, I hope they try and find something you know comparable i think one of them mentioned was like hinkle and you know that's pretty cool or it's just try to do something special maybe not just vegas or something like that where everybody goes but you know we'll see it's, it's disappointing but it kind of makes you motivated to right.
2: make sure you win tonight so you can uh, be be one of the last teams to go there hey how about not just go there how about you be the last team that wins at madison square garden how about that all right, I'll allow that. Yeah. yeah. By the way, <laughs> that'd you that
4: would be real cool. You
2: don't need to worry about tuning into the jazz game tonight. Uh, the jazz are down thirty at Boston, so you can focus one hundred percent on uh, on the BYU basketball uh, game tonight. Let's hope that the, you <laughs> won't have to
4: focus much on the BYU game after a while. I like and, uh, the way you're BYU thinking. BYU will be up.
2: <laughs> I like the way you're thinking, Mark. Great stuff. It's great to talk to you again, and uh, look forward to hearing you and Greg coming up in a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. We'll see you. All right, there we go. The great Mark Durant. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. In the lowest price on every tire every day, Big O Tires, the team you trust. Back to wrap up Cougar Pregame Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason
2: Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, the BYU Cougars, and the Washington State Cougars. Fans, remember when the Cougars, in blue, win... You win the pop with Papa John's Pizza with a BYU win tonight. Pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com tomorrow using the online promo code BYU50. This offer is good at any Utah location. Coming up next, back over to the Marriott Center for the Cougar pregame game Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O' Tires. Your local Big O' Tires has financing available. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Good evening, Cougar basketball fans, and welcome for one final time this season, courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah. Tonight, BYU plays to punch its ticket to New York City in the NIT quarterfinals. It's a clash of the Cougars with BYU hosting Washington State for a semifinal berth in the 2022 National Invitation Tournament. My name is Greg Rubel. I'll have tonight's play-by-play call for y'all. With me is my broadcast partner for the last quarter century, the former Cougar hoopster Mark Durant. And indeed, it was almost 25 years ago that we sat courtside in this building to call our very first ever regular season game at the Marriott Center. And the opponent that night was Washington State. That BYU team in 1997 was uh, building up from the bottom. The current BYU program has been consistently among the uh, better teams in the country for years. But mark this a 25 season span with Washington State bookending Uh, It's kind of a neat reminder that uh, Cougar Nation has seen uh, this BYU program do some pretty great things over a quarter century of hoops. Getting to Madison Square Garden twice is is actually among those things and something BYU can do again with a win here tonight. Hard to believe it's been 25 years, Greg, and honestly
4: it's been one of the great honors of my life to to sit in this spot and front row seat to watch this program over the years and be a part of Cougar Nation and this basketball team. And and, uh, it's hard to, you know, we were both, A lot better looking and had more hair 25 years ago watching Washington State come here. But man, it was fun to see that team get better over the years. Great Steve Cleveland. And then Dave Rose comes and does amazing things. Of course, Jimmer and so many great players over the years. And now Mark Pope has this program on a great trajectory going into the Big 12. I mean, what a great thing to. To see that and be a part of it, part of that whole situation was going to playing in the NIT a few years and going to Madison Square Garden. What a special experience that is! I really, you know, I just love this team, and I think they're a really good basketball team. I want them to have a good memory of this year and, and to finish in such a way that they can look back and be proud of what they've done, and they've they've done. Played really well to get here, and now it's just a matter of getting to New York City and then winning that tournament. I mean, I think this is a team that can do that. They've got to play some really good teams, but what a great way to finish off a year and, and be able to look back and say, we, we won that tournament this year, and that, that's a really good accomplishment.
1: So I, I, I want that for these guys. We'll see what happens. This could going to be a tough one tonight. The words of Mark Durant coming up next, the words of Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame Coaches Show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame game Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel.
1: BYU and Washington State tipping top of the hour here at the Marriott Center. 11th all-time meeting. The series tied five games apiece. In Provo, the series is square at three games each. Last time these two teams met was in Spokane in the second game of the Dave Rose era. The victory in Spokane for BYU was the first win of the Dave Rose era. WSU's head coach is now Kyle Smith, the former head man at San Francisco. He coached six games against BYU while at USF. He went 2-4. and four. He won his last game he coached here in the Marriott Center. Time now for tonight's pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope tonight talks about the change in styles between BYU's first two NIT opponents and a tall and tenacious Washington State team here tonight.
5: The first thing is about them is their length. You know, we um, uh, we went against two teams that were like size with us the first two rounds, and then now we're going against a team with major league length and verticality. Uh, their threes and fours and fives are big time athletes, incredibly long, lethal shot blockers and rim protectors, and so that's a big challenge for us. In the backcourt, we're seeing more of the same, just at a higher level
1: very aggressive guards, uh, and up front one of the scary things about this team is they don't need to go lights out shooting-wise to, to have a chance to win.
5: Yeah, they, you know, they, they're top 10 offensive rebounding team in the country. They clean up so much stuff there, and they have the potential of, of, of making first shots. You know, this Weathers is two three-pointers shy of Clay Thompson's record, and that probably says enough Flowers. for everybody to understand. Yeah, so oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, he's at 96 threes made on the season, yeah. and, and, and Clay Thompson's record was 98, so I would expect that he's going to be hungry to make at least three tonight.
1: Anytime you're in clay territory, you're a pretty good shooter,
5: right? Yes, yes, that's right.
1: Okay, so uh, they went to SMU and took care of a team on a 19-game home win streak, a team that had beaten Memphis and used it at home. Uh, you already know what you're dealing with caliber of, of team. You know that's a, that, that that's a good win.
5: Yeah, it's a great win there, and um, you know it's uh, you know this this team is they were really really excited to get in the NIT. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge accomplishment for them, and and um, and they're hungry to. Win and and you know they're they're a high level uh, team. They're they're younger. You know they're playing some sophomores, um, as well as some veteran guys. But uh, this is a good team, and, and it's going to be a great challenge.
1: Who do they? maybe remind you of of teams you play in the west coast conference
5: um well you know their length puts them on par with kind of the top of the conference um they're probably more capable protecting the rim uh you know um minus chet holmgren they're maybe more capable of protecting the rim than any team in the west coast conference mm-hmm. um they're tough they're 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 built on their defense first you know they really really guard that was where they frustrated smu so much smu couldn't score early early in the in the game and Uh, It's a good team.
1: If, if, if a switch has been flipped in the last game and a half or two what kind of switch is it do you think for your guys? Well
5: uh, you know our guys have kind of continued to p- push down that path of making plays for each other and, and um, that's been exciting I think they're uh, you know we, we, we've had unbelievable play from our two guards in terms of being playmakers from Alex and Tijon and uh, that's been really special and then I think we've had good success the last two games with, with our guys being really really locked in on the very very specifics of a simple scout defensively and they've managed to do that well and that's gonna be a big challenge for us too you know first thing we have to do with this team surprising the first thing we had to do is we have to take away this three-point line at the one two and three position that's mm-hmm. really important and and uh you know that that's not dissimilar from northern Iowa. It's just done with a different group of guys
1: a sold-out lower bowl it sounds like to the marriott centers could be a fun a fun atmosphere
5: yeah the gym's been awesome like it's it's been so fun and it's um so we'll look forward to a great gym tonight too coach good luck in this one we'll talk to you post game thanks greg
1: all right, that is Mark Pope, and time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by Ford, built Ford Proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Washington State's
4: a team that's got a lot of length and athleticism. We'll turn you over, we'll block your shot, and we'll shoot a lot of threes. So those are my three categories. I want 13 or less turnovers, and that includes block shots. If you can do that, that's a real accomplishment. I think... Uh, uh, you, you're just kind of even with them on the offensive boards. If you do that, that's a significant accomplishment. And then if, I think you have to make nine threes because they're
1: going to make a bunch of threes and you need to make at least nine threes. So there you go. Cougars coming off a 16-3 point night against Northern Iowa. Season high, tying an NIT record setting 16 threes for BYU. As we go to break, this reminder that Smith's has all of your fresh game day grilling favorites. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's, fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant, alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Hello and good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are broadcasting live from the Marriott Center for the last of four NIT quarterfinal contests in 2022. We're getting down to the final four in the NIT, which will next week be in New York City for the uh, final time in some time, as it is moving out of MSG for a while. So last night, Xavier and St. Bonaventure made their way to New York City, punched their tickets tonight, Texas a and hosting Wake Forest, 8.09 to mm. play, and Texas A&M has a 14-point lead, 51-37. Yeah. to 37. They're scary. That's a scary
4: team that did, just did really well in their conference tournament, just barely missed out on the
1: NCAAs. And tonight's winner, BYU and Washington State, will get... The Texas A&M Wake Forest winner. Does BYU get another crack at a Buzz Williams team in the postseason? (laughs) It's already happened with Marquette and Virginia Tech. It might happen again with Texas A&M. Well, this is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operators, Tanner Graff and Logan Gardner. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU radio engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Our broadcast interns, Alex Dotson and Jake Roper. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship BYU Radio Sirius XM 143, over the air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio BYU Cougars, BYU Game Day and KSL Apps plus the online streams at byuradio.org and byucougars.com. Well there are three main categories of NIT teams, regular season champs of one-bid leagues that lost out in their conference tournament. And then you get the teams that were targeted for the NCAA. Didn't make it. Ended up in this consolation tournament. And then you have the rebuilding teams for whom the NIT is a significant step in a process. And most teams fall into one of those categories. BYU's in the second category. Hoping for NCAA. We're kind of headed there and then ended up here. The Washington State is in the final grouping. Uh, yet both are very good teams right now. Both are Ken Palm top 50s. And Mark, if BYU wins tonight, it'll be... One of their most impressive victories of the season. WSU is healthy and long and on a roll right now.
4: Yeah, this will be a really good game for BYU. I mean, they're, they're similar to me to a San Diego State who is in this building in San Francisco and St. Mary's. They have a lot of length, uh, really good shot blockers, um, good three-point shooters, good guard play. So not a lot of weaknesses shoot the ball particularly well but they rebound the heck out of it play great defense so this will be a terrific win for byu it's interesting to see these two teams how kind of had similar seasons they had both had a a two weeks two or three week stretch in february about the same time where they washington went over five BYU went over four and that kind of took them out of the ncaa tournament conversation so here we are tonight but both these teams finishing
1: very strongly And this will be a fantastic game. It is a clash of the Cougars. Mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food, meantime, is minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grill, chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp. Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word ALOHA to 61090 for a 15% discount off your next visit to Coconut Island Grill. That's the word ALOHA to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Former Washington State Cougar and NBA player and current radio analyst Craig Elo. As the Cougar tip-off show continues, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Texas A&M or Wake Forest looking more and more like A&M. 57-39, Aggies lead the Deeks at College Station. So 57-39, Texas A&M lead over over Wake Forest. Washington State is on the way up right now in the Pac-12. This season was WSU's first 20-win season since 2011. It's back-to-back winning seasons for WSU for the first time since uh, 2011-12, 2010-11, and 2011-12. First winning season in Pac-12 play since 2007-8. First top five finish in the Pac-12 since 2007-8. And first postseason berth in 11 years. So that's a long time without success in Pullman. And Kyle Smith is certainly building them back. Former USF head coach Kyle Smith is doing in Pullman what he did on the hilltop. We talked about that and some more when I chatted with former Washington State player and NBA player and current WSU radio analyst Craig Elo when we talked a short time ago about where the NIT for WSU kind of fits into the rebuilding process.
6: You'd love to be part of that 68 team that gets into the NCAA, but there's a lot of other factors that plays into that. And with Coach Smith being in his third season here, this is a building block for them. They've backed up a couple of really good recruiting classes with some more guys coming in. So the only thing that scares me is the portal. That's the the thing that's changed the landscape of uh, college sports.
1: The cliche being peak at the right time. Do you think this year's Washington State team is doing that here in the NIT?
6: Yeah, the only thing we haven't done is we've, we've had peaks and valleys all season long. We've had ups and downs. Uh, but right now we're playing pretty good basketball. Our defense is our catalyst. Uh, we make teams take tough shots. We got rim protectors. And uh, we can uh, rebound with the best of them.
1: Health was an issue at certain points of the year, and it feels like that's rounding into shape too.
6: It is. I mean, right now uh, with the Sean, he, I think this is his tenth game back from the, the retina uh, uh, that he had against Utah earlier in. We missed him when he was out, and uh, but now we're yeah we're healthy. We got a great rotation, and I think uh, we're in a very very good uh, spot
1: followers of BYU know Kyle Smith well from his time at San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And he seems to be doing a lot of the same things in Pullman that he did on the hilltop and is really building this program.
6: Yeah, and the one thing I can tell is that players love playing for him. And the one thing that he asks you to do is play defense first, and then he doesn't care what happens on the other end. As long as you're getting stops and stopping uh, uh, the guy that you're you're, uh, supposed to be guarding or defending, then he allows you to take some wild shots. Mm -hmm. And uh, As long as they play defense the way he wants them to play, uh, they'll they'll be uh, out on the floor as much as possible. Having just taken care of a
1: team that was on a 19-game home win streak, how does Washington State view the challenge at BYU tonight?
6: Well, we had the first game at home against Santa Clara, being the 4C. We we hosted that. Then we knew uh, after that it was going to be on the road, and uh, going into a place like SMU uh, where they've had uh, one 19 straight. We just felt like the law of averages were going to be on our side, that uh, we were much bigger than them. Uh, They have great, don't get me wrong, they have a great roster. But, uh, yeah, in the first half we just totally dominated with our interior play. Have you been to Provo before? I have. I've actually uh, called a game uh, for versus TV way back. Okay. Uh, when Danny Ainge's uh, oldest son was here, I believe. Austin. Yep. So walked out, and uh, Danny and uh, all the grandkids were out there uh, waiting for him. And so, uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, I've watched games. Uh, I live in Spokane now, so GU. I know it can get pretty loud in here with all those seats being full. Well, welcome back, and thank you for the time. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Thanks for having me.
1: All right, that is Washington State radio analyst and former NBAer Craig Elo. The Cougar Tip-Off show continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Craig Rebel.
1: BYU and Washington State meeting in the NIT quarterfinals. Stapped at the top of the hour. Seven ten is now the official Mountain Time tip time. BYU looking for its third trip to Madison Square Garden in the last ten seasons. WSU playing to get to New York City for the second time all time and the first time since 2011 when Clay Thompson was lighting it up in Pullman. Marka, we've been a part of two. BYU runs to the Big Apple. And short of the NCAA tournament, nothing like it in college hoops.
4: I'm watching Yoli Childs walk in, Greg, with his little daughter. Was he on one of those teams? Anyway, he's been playing great basketball. Good to see him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those teams are fun. and need to go back there. I'd like to see BYU win it. I'm I'm not tired of going back there, but I want them to go back and win it this year. Uh, And I think this team is certainly capable. But this is going to be a tough tough matchup tonight i'm glad, glad you got to talk to craig elo i you know grew up watching him of course we got dennis Rodman's son on washington yeah. state i was watching scotty pippen jr last night on tv in the nit it's like
1: bringing back all the memories from growing up watching nba game uh, six degrees of michael jordan That's i think right. is what we're talking about right there <laughs> so uh, by the way in case uh, you missed the news today uh kind of broke last night with fran for tweeting something out but uh the NIT is going to leave Madison Square Garden for at least the next two years, 2023 and 24. Whether it ever goes back, we don't know. But uh, the next couple of years will be open for bid uh, to get the NIT Final Four. So what BYU or WSU and these other teams do next week will be the last time uh, teams do it for a while. So uh, take advantage of it uh, while the opportunity presents itself. Some final thoughts before tip-off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside.
1: All right, welcome back courtside. BYU and WSU coming up quarterfinals of the NIT. So we've already had senior night, which was, you know, a send-off for, you know, the guys playing their final games at the Marriott Center until the NIT comes along, and then you get some more games for guys like Tijon Lucas and Alex Barcelo in particular. This will be for sure, definitely, absolutely The final game that Alex Barcelo plays at the Marriott Center, and his two games so far in the NIT mark uh, 14 points against Long Beach State, shot 5 of 13, uh, 11 points against Northern Iowa, shot 5 of 13. So neither one uh, a breakout game, if you will, for AB or a high scoring. Well, this might just be the night, right? This is his last ever game here in Provo, and uh, I mean he he has nothing to prove certainly, but wouldn't it be great if he just kind of has one of those one of those nights, right?
4: Yeah, and he'll have to, I think, Greg. I mean, the, the the team was able to get by kind of not without him, but without him scoring a lot of points in those first two games. With the way Washington State plays, he's just going to have to have a really nice game for BYU to be able to compete against the athleticism and size and just – it's just a better team that they'll have to play against, and Alex need to,
1: to raise his game to that level. And we're already seeing this building fill up. It'll be a sold-out lower bowl getting into the upper bowl. This should be a fun night crowd-wise. Yeah, very cool. This is going to be off the charts loud tonight. This is going to be fun. All right, tip-off of BYU and Washington State following starting lineups. Coming up next, this has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.